Hey guys, it's Evan. How are you doing? It is Sunday, July 31st. And can you believe it? We're already at the end of July. So I'm hoping everybody's doing really great with money this year so far. Just to give you some perspective, of course, last week I went on a ramble about the rat in my laundry room. It's totally over now. I'm calm. I'm not thinking about it. But I want you guys to know that there are things that come in your life all the time that may not cost a lot of money, that take you away and need your attention. As of course you know that, right? With your, your personal life, your, your career, your family. So the more you can automate all of your finances, the better. And I want you all to keep things simple. So I am right now sitting in my living room on my cell phone, so I'm not on my computer using my Yeti microphone because I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about today. So I thought I would just sit in my living room. I just walked maybe 5,000 steps and I listened to my episode from last week. I thought that was kind of interesting to be able to anchor to last week by listening to it because I never listen to my episodes. If you're a podcaster or if you do YouTube, if you do YouTube type videos, <laughs> people do not listen and watch their own content. It's kind of crazy. Um, and But I wanted to listen to it because I wanted to anchor back to, again, keeping things super simple as a late in life saver as you are. So today's episode is going to be a ramble. I want you to put on your shoes. I want you to go outside. If you're feeling bad about your finances, if you're learning about personal finance, I want you to have the ability to go out and walk and use your own body's energy to go to the grocery store if you can, to do all the things in life that are the basics is gonna help you to build wealth over time. So I'm in my living room sitting on the floor on a yoga mat. I wanted to share with you an anchor to fitness today. I know many of you probably um, are like me that you maybe get up early, you do exercises, you eat well. I hope so, because I've always said over the two years of doing this podcast that fitness and finance really do go together. And I want to dedicate today's episode to a ramble about that topic. Maybe some of you are eating junk food and you're not happy with your weight and you feel sluggish and you just don't have the willpower to do anything about your fitness and or your finances. And so those are the people I wanted to talk to today about changing your life together with fitness and finance and get going in the right direction. I think it's so important. So for right now, again, I just walked my steps. I listened to my last episode. I'm thinking about this episode. I had nothing planned for today, which again, that's why it's a ramble. But I knew that I wanted to create an episode because I'm dedicated to producing an episode for you every single week if I can. I know I've missed some weeks over the past two years, but I want to be a role model for you to say that by me doing this right now, which isn't easy. It's not easy to click the record button and start talking to people, Um, but I'm doing it. It's not easy for you to perhaps get up early and do exercises, 
You know, I, I know lots of people, people in my personal life that struggle with weight and, you know, they'll say to me things like they're seeing a personal trainer and they're doing things, but then a week or so later, they're not doing it anymore. So I know how difficult it really is to think about money and to do the right things and to think about fitness and do the right things. So I just want to share with you that, you know, there are many things in my life that I have found extremely difficult. But there are things that I find relatively easy if I keep things simple, like I talked about last week. And fitness and finance are two things that I have been able to master. And I, I want to share with you things that I've learned and, you know, talk through it in this episode if I can. I've talked about this before, things like getting up early is so important. Set your alarm, get up early, try to change your habits. <clears throat> That's the number one thing is to change those habits. If you've got a family and you're dealing with them all the time, and if you're having situations like I've had over this past week with the rat in my laundry room, I was in total chaos during those five days thinking of a solution to the problem. And I would just bet that many of you, if you have families and careers and clients and all these things coming at you, it must be super difficult. You're just putting out fires all the time, perhaps, and living in chaos. Maybe some of you are like a chaos junkie. I hope not, but if you are, you know, I would encourage you to try to keep things simple, to lift up 40,000 feet and look down over your personal and your, your financial life and your fitness life. <laughs> and just do that work necessary. Position yourself. I've talked a lot about positioning. I think that's the secret of success, positioning yourself for the greatest success in the future. And that's what saving money is all about. On this podcast, every episode, I'll probably say, you've got to keep things simple. I'm somebody that just had a Roth IRA, a 401k, a savings account, and just bought into the S&P 500 over time <clears throat> in mutual funds that you know leverage the market at that time mutual funds have stocks within them you're well diversified do a target fund have your emergency fund so you can take care of little emergencies that pop up and so back to what I'm doing today <clears throat> I went on my walk got my thousand steps in no 5,000 steps I should say and now, like I said, I'm sitting on a yoga mat and I've talked to you guys about doing my exercises and I wanted to share with you what I do. For those of you that are new to my podcast, I don't go to a fancy gym. I don't pay money to go to a gym, although I might want to do that in the future. So when I retire, that's the first thing I'm going to do is join a gym because I do want that as a activity, you know, maybe go and spend a couple hours in the morning very leisurely, doing the workout, making fitness a priority like I've never done in my entire life. You guys know as you get more involved in your career as a latent lifesaver, it, your, your career does take time away from you. In fact, today I've got to do a couple things to prepare for this coming week. So I know that you must have things that come up all the time that take you away <clears throat> from doing stuff. But here I am. It is 8.30 in the morning. I've already done my 5,000 steps. I got up early. I even went to the grocery store at 7 a.m. I drove there. 
got my groceries. I didn't walk like I said I always do or try to do. Got a bunch of groceries, came back. Probably before even people are even awake. You can do the same. Get things done. Be dedicated. Do the things you need to do. And get it out of the way. Don't procrastinate. So I got that done. I had too much caffeine, as you can tell. So I did my steps. Come home. Now I'm sitting on the yoga mat. And I'm going to lay down and I'm going to do the crunches, like right now. So I'm laying down. I've got my earbuds in. And I'm going to do 20 crunches as I try to talk to you. You just lay on the ground. You lift your shoulders up. And you crunch to keep your abs in shape. Right now, I'm on a... What am I going to call it? It's I call it a restriction conviction. Just little words you can say to yourself. Like, I know I told you that I was eating too much lately because I thought I lost too much weight because I was going through a condo redesign. When I'm going things in my personal life, and maybe you feel the same, if you start thinking intensely about whatever it is you're going through, I tend to not eat as many calories. And so over the course of time then, suddenly I'm like, Oh my gosh, Evan, you just lost too much weight. And a lot of people would say, gosh, I wish I had that problem. <laughs> um, but I I got too, too thin, too lean. I was like to 164, and I'm actually best at 167 or 8, somewhere in there. So that's why I was eating more calories. And now, though, I'm like, uh-oh, went too far, swung that pendulum a little too far. And by the way, guys, these are things you say to yourself. Don't talk to your friends about this. They'll think you're a little crazy. (laughs) Um, But when you talk to yourself about fitness and finance, these are the things we talk to ourselves about. And you know it, and I know it. So I'm talking to you as if I'm talking to myself. I said, Evan, you're going to restrict calories for the next two to three weeks. That's hard to do in a way, although over the past 20 years, 25 years since I've been into fitness, I've always been really good at that, you know, restriction, having the restriction conviction. So I'm on that journey now for two to three weeks. And then you start to see the results of that after another couple weeks. It's almost like money. When you start on your financial journey of building wealth, remember what I always say, back in 2008, 9 and 10, I just kept buying shares in the market, living my life, being happy. I knew that there would be this day, today, that I could look back and say my behaviors of the past 14, 15, or 16 years created the wealth that I have today, my $1.2 million net worth, $1 million in investments, $200,000 in the equity of my home. Had I not done what I did during those years and saw really no results, I mean, you know, a little bit here and there every year, you're like, yeah, you get the percentage, but... I always say this to you, right? And I want everybody to understand that you continue to do that because it's the future opportunity of that money that compounds over time that you get to the point, the trigger, the point comes where I said last week, the nest egg that you create is the leverage that you need or the bucket of money that creates income. If you just have 100000 when you retire, that's not going to generate much income. And if you use the principle, that's not going to take you very far. See what I mean? So just have that conviction with finances and do what you need to do in those years. Just like with fitness. Right now, I'm making a decision 
to restrict calories. It's very conscious. It's very deliberate. Knowing that my body will look the way I want it to look in six weeks. What I'm doing today will affect six weeks into the future. Now, most people will look at me and say, Evan, you look exactly the same. But you know, when you look in the mirror, when you put on your clothes, they may not feel the way that you want to feel, right? You know that. Some of you might be swinging that pendulum really far and you have 40 to 50 to 60 to 70 pounds to lose. It's the same principle though, for somebody that does it on a smaller scale, because I've had those years of knowing my body so well. I knew how to bulk up, I knew how to eat calories, the, what types of calories, the protein, when I worked out to get the results I wanted. I never wanted to be a bodybuilder. Um, I wanted a, a lean, strong physique, right? And you can do the same. That is easier than doing what the bodybuilders do. 80% nutrition, I always say, 20% uh, exercise. So what you eat is more important than the exercises you do. You know, you go to the gym sometimes, right? And you see people on a treadmill and they weigh 200 pounds and they continue a year later, they're still doing that and they look the same. Something's wrong, right? They're exercising too much and eating, no, they're eating too much and exercising too little or what am I trying to say? Okay, what I'm trying to say is because they ate so many calories, it's gonna take even more exercise to offset the calories. Why not reduce the calories and do just a little bit of exercise to stay toned? It's the same, you guys, with money. It's the same over time. You've got to know that those two are interconnected. Okay, back to what I'm doing with my exercises. So I'm on the, the yoga mat, and you do your crunches. I do three sets of those crunches. Okay, then I stand up, and I've already brought my weights. I have these dumbbells with three pounds. I'm looking at the little plates. There's three pounds, three pounds, three pounds, three pounds. What's that? Three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. And then maybe the bar itself is two pounds, maybe, you know, 13, 14 pounds, something like that. So I'm going to pick them up. I've got two dumbbells. I pick them up and I do shoulder shrugs, shoulder shrugs, 20. Okay, so you do 20 of those. In essence of time, I'm going to shorten that. And then what I do is I do deadlifts where you just lower the dumbbells to the floor and lift up. Lower the dumbbells to the floor and lift up. Okay, now you do bicep curls. So see how I'm leveraging the whole set and doing multiple exercises? Now I'm doing bicep curls. One, two, three. I have these dumbbells that I put back in my closet. I bring them to the living room. I put them on this chair, put them back down. So what did I do? I just did three different exercises, deadlifts, shoulder shrug, bicep curls, and then I put them down. Then I look at my yoga mat and I do squats where you just squat to the ground, you lift up, you squat to the ground, you lift up, you squat to the ground, you lift up. I do 10 of those and then I drop to the floor and I do push-ups. 20 push-ups, okay? That is one set. Now, you can then walk around, go, go about your day, right? Go do things, <clears throat> have fun, it's Sunday. Go be with your family, do other things. Whenever you walk around your house, and you can do this when you're working from home as well. Like right now I'm walking around my small 700 foot square condo, 700 square foot condo. 
you've got to train yourself. The best way to do exercises, everybody, is not all at once in one hour. You need to do little bursts of exercise throughout the day. So when I'm working from home, walking into my bedroom, right? Got my desk set up, I'm working from home. As a visual reminder, remember you can put pennies on your desk, maybe six pennies. A penny represents one set like I just shared with you. So you do your set, put the penny in the drawer. You have five pennies left. You can't stop working throughout the day until the five pennies are in the drawer. Anything you can do to encourage yourself or to remind yourself to get up. If you're sitting all day long, like I do, staring into a camera and working, you've got to get up. A lot of people use those desks that raise up. I don't have those, but sometimes I take my laptop and I go into the bar stool area and I'll stand to move the bar stool aside, okay? Then you're actually using your body. You know, you're standing there and looking into the camera. You will see so many great results from that. Now, so by back to what I just said about walking around. Every time I walk, oh yeah, I wanted to share with you. One trick you can do with yourself is, let's say I'm working in the morning and then I want to get some water in the kitchen. So I walk through and I'll see my yoga mat. I'll be like, oh yeah, drop down, do the set. I'll see the dumbbells, drop, do, do the set of dumbbells before I go into the kitchen to get the water. You'll be amazed how many times you get up, either to use the restroom or go to the kitchen and get water or a snack or something. Because you're walking by the yoga mat and your dumbbells, you've just trained yourself. You have to stop and say, okay, I'm gonna do the set now. You'll be amazed at the end of the day, you could have done six, seven or eight sets of exercises. And it only takes six minutes to do one set. And by training yourself to do that, then you are, you are doing the exercises throughout the day. I read somewhere that doing exercises throughout the day like that is better, like I just said a few minutes ago, than doing one hour of exercise. You train yourself to do that way, to get up, to walk around. That's how you're going to lose weight if you want to lose weight. That's how you're going to keep tone if you want to be tone. It works. Now, the last thing I want to say as I'm thinking about wrapping up this episode is remember, fitness and finance go together. For all of you listening right now, if you are struggling with fitness, just try to do what I just explained to you right now. You don't even have to have dumbbells. When I used to travel a lot with my job, remember I said I would be traveling every month or so for a week or two, living out of a hotel. I'd have to train myself, make sure when you go to a restaurant, order the right things. My coworkers would tease me because I would get chicken breast, salmon, you know, brown rice, things like that. I kept it super simple because I didn't want to offset and have too many calories that I'd have to do more exercise to, to offset. Does that make sense? Now, would I fall off the wagon and eat a dozen donuts because the client stressed me out too much? Of course, that didn't happen too much. <laughs> but it did in the beginning until I kind of mastered what I was trying to accomplish. So if you don't have dumbbells, you can use a gallon of milk. Get the, a gallon of water out of your refrigerator or whatever, anything that has weight to it, use it. And you know, you don't have to, you don't have to go to a gym. You don't have to pay 50, 60, $70 a month. Use your own body's energy, your own body weight, gravity, <laughs> push-ups, right? Squats. You know what a squat is, right? You just stand with your feet apart like I'm doing right now. 
you lower to the ground, you lift up, you lower to the ground, you lift up, you lower to the ground, you lift up. You'll feel that in your leg. And what you're doing then is you're stimulating the muscle fibers so that when you sit back down and you work throughout the next hour or so, those muscles are rebuilding and using energy and going to the fat for energy, which is why I do my walking in the morning on an empty stomach. So if you have weight to lose, I learned all of this from Body for Life years ago, 1999. <clears throat> um, if you have a lot of weight to lose, then do your exercises, you're walking in the morning. Walk in the morning on an empty stomach. Why? Your body needs energy, it goes to the fat for that energy rather than the food that you just ate. So, you know, those are the basics of fitness, guys. Those are the things that I learned through the years that have worked. And I'm never trying to toot my own horn on the podcast. I'm just sharing with you that I know people probably look at me and say, how has he been able to do that? When I see other people that may have traveled the many years that I've traveled that weigh 250 pounds and have excuses about this or excuses about that. They don't know about my personal finance, of course. I only share that with you anonymously. They don't know I've got a $1.2 million net worth. I live in a little condo. I drive a Mazda 3. Seriously? You think people think that I have as much money that I have? No. I have nothing flashy, no flashy clothes, nothing like that. They have no clue. So that's what I would encourage you guys to do as I, again, think about wrapping up today's episode in a rambling format, because again, I had nothing prepared for today. (laughs) And I know some of you have let me know that you kind of enjoy the ramble format as if it's a live stream where I'm just kind of talking through things. You know, that's something I do want to do as well someday. Um, You know, I can't do a YouTube channel too much because I'm anonymous. But anybody that's building wealth over time and then thinking about going into early retirement, you must have hobbies. I read an article recently about sometimes when people retire, and I know you guys, if you're broke at 40, you might not be thinking about retirement yet. But if you do what I did over 15 years, you'll be, be yeah, you'll be able to think the way I am right now. If you're going to quit your job, I don't want to be depressed. I've never been a depressed type person. I go through certain things that might be depressing occasionally, but I'll jump out of that quickly. So it's not part of my DNA, it's situational. So I can't imagine retiring early and then being depressed. But I suppose I could be if I didn't have hobbies. Now you guys know, I've said before, I don't really care if this podcast ever makes money. It doesn't. It makes me absolutely nothing, but I enjoy doing it. I enjoy talking to you because I'm talking to you as if you are me 15 years ago, if that makes sense. So it's almost like I'm talking to my former self to encourage people that there are people out there that are the millionaires next door that you never even hear about. You have no idea. There aren't many, but we're out here. And I can't imagine quitting work and being like, oh, what am I going to do? So this podcast is always going to be a passion project for me to help you. I would love to do YouTube channels, right? Because you you know, if you've listened to my other episodes, in my life, I had to do what I had to do to get to where I want to be. That's what I say a lot. 
you know, I didn't go to school with dreams of doing what I'm doing today, but it's been a great journey. I've learned a lot. I've made myself enjoy what I was doing to some extent. And I put things on the back burner because I knew I did not want to be 56 years old where I'm at right now, still hoping, wishing, and thinking about what could have been financially speaking. The passion that I have now is because of the process that I went through and I'm sharing with you. And I would love to do that on a YouTube channel someday, you know, and that doesn't have to make money either. It, but it gives you something to live for. If you're the type of person that wants to help people, that you could have your journey too, right? And maybe some of you have that great job that you've always wanted. Some of you, as you know, I've shared in the past that you're listening to this podcast probably because you found me. Maybe you typed in broke on the podcasting platforms and it popped up and you thought, what is this goofball talking about, right? Maybe that's you. Maybe that was what you did to find me. But you probably have a good income. You might have lots of debts. You may have expensive toys. And you might be thinking, you've got to turn that around. And your fitness as well. Some of you are probably listening and thinking that you are struggling with fitness as well. But you've got to turn that around and train yourself to think differently. If you're the type of person that status was important to you, that's all I know how to say and how to end this episode today is that if you're the type of person that status is important, you have to train yourself to think differently. Who cares what people think? Do this for you. Do fitness for you. Do personal finance for you. And you'll find that the reward will certainly come. So that's what I have for you guys today. I'm going to wrap up this episode and end it like I always do. I want you to make it your mission to walk with me to wealth. You guys know I appreciate you. I believe in you. And I congratulate you for every step of the way. I'm Evan Thomas. I'll see you next week on the Broken 40 podcast. Thank you.